This is the Champagne and Socks podcast. I'm Elisa. Which brings me to an update on the quilt block swap. Right before I was getting ready to have my baby, I ended up in serious trouble in dire straits with the quilt block exchange. I ended up becoming the complete bottleneck. I think at the worst point, I ended up having six blocks sitting on my pile of blocks to get done. And I was rushing to try and finish these all off, which just seemed really unfair to the next person who I was posting them all on to, who shouldn't then get, you know, like four months worth of blocks all mailed to them in the one package. And then I realized that the great thing about life is that you can constantly be flexible and I could just skip my turn and post some things on to other people and get them to repost them back in a different, you know, out of order, but at least so that some people didn't have nothing to do and some people had four blocks to do that doesn't seem to be a good plan so that's what I ended up doing but I was quickly rushing to finish a couple of blocks and I must say if you want to be surprised and you are in my quilt along then don't have a look at these on Instagram because I've been only posting to Instagram not the Facebook page just my finished blocks as I get them done and I ended up getting three of the six done and then I posted away a couple and then I think a few more came in after I posted a few out because I definitely have two blocks sitting in my pile here at home to get done. The first one that I finished was actually for my mum's quilt. And I'm not sure what she's going to think of that because I ended up using a bit of pop of colour that I think was probably a little bit outside her comfort zone, let me say that. But she's ended up doing a couple of quilts using this one block pattern which sort of has like a tulip flower coming out of a square window frame. And she's been playing around with that for a little while, so she's definitely tried some different effects with that pattern, and I'll be interested to see what her final her final block version was. And then I did this block for someone who's challenging me a little bit with one of the blocks that I'm still sitting there. So she's in two of the groups. We've got two groups going. One of the groups is you provide the pattern and everybody – makes that pattern but in in their own color choices that fit with what you've requested and the second group is everybody makes a block to complement the block that you've made so the same kind of pattern ideas but different pattern and then their own colorways that they think will fit in with what you've got and each quilt owner can specify what things they care about what things they don't care about in how much leeway you have with making something complement The one that I ended up making in browns and pinks was challenging for me because I actually really like strong contrasts. And so most of my fabric stash are strong colours, popping colours, lots and lots of contrasts between very high volume and very low volume. And so it's actually quite hard for me when people are asking for something different to that. And it's also hard for me to make blocks that don't have strong contrasts in them because that's to my eye what I really enjoy so the one that I made it's a brown star and I think this was for the one where everybody's making the same pattern and the request was for sort of tea and autumny kind of colorway which actually is looking really really lovely this this quilt I've made I think the second last block in that quilt so it's almost ready to go back to the owner and 
that one is looking really, really stunning. A lot of different greens and browns and beiges. And then the final block that I made also, uh, I was requested to use blues and I used a very strong blue and then a very hot pink. Uh, it's That one's for my aunt's block. I hope she likes it, but again, kind of uh, more dramatic than what everybody else had put in theirs. And it's sort of like, well, it kind of works and it will depend on how she ends up placing the blocks and that's, you know, that you hope that you have balance across the whole piece. But it's such an interesting project in terms of trying to make something that you think works but still will appeal to the person who's asked you to make a block to fit a quilt that will appeal to their eye and then to work in with eight other people who might see the world differently to you and then see a balance that's slightly different to you. It's quite interesting to try and work in with what other people have already done. So I guess in some ways I, I quite like being like the fifth or sixth person along in the in the quilt along because you have a lot more to work with but you also have a lot less leeway because you're trying to balance something in and find out what's missing from the four or five that are already there compared to if you're the second person because then you're kind of making a really strong directional choice for the project when you make your next block. But again, then it's up to the people who are further down the line to to balance that out when it comes to them. What was really exciting was one of the blocks that I've kept behind to do, the quilter asked for New York beauty style blocks. So she didn't necessarily need you to do a New York beauty block, but she had done a New York beauty block and she'd done it in sort of dark gray background with a rainbow kaleidoscopy choice of piecing on the inside circle. And she'd used fruit and veg type themed fabrics. And then she sent you away with go away and, and either, you know, match the theme of food, match the theme of the New York beauty style block, match the colors, you know, pick up one section of someone's block and fiddle with that. I am so in love with the New York beauty block. I've started one of my own, but it's not going to be the only one that I ever do because there's just so much variety and so much fun you can have playing around with the pieces. You can complete a circle in your one block or you can take each block as a quarter and then piece the blocks at angles to each other so that so that different blocks complete the circles in different colours and shades and stuff. And it just feels like the finished product has so much movement and and dynamics to it. The only problem with the New York Beauty is it's really hard to find patterns online and then it's really hard to find patterns online that fit the dimensions of the block you're trying to make. And when I was looking around, I actually came across somebody who had made a tutorial on how to design your own New York Beauty style quilt block which I then decided to do because that sounded interesting and fun. It would have been interesting and fun if I'd actually had all the implements, a.k.a. my own compass and protractor, both of which I have long ditched, no longer having to go to geometry class. But I used a whole variety of lids and plates and bowls from my kitchen in lieu of a compass, uh, and I ended up finding an old protractor in one of my husband's old pencil cases somewhere to bisect the quarter block to actually make the sun star type uh, shapes that go inside a New York 
beauty. And so I ended up designing my own block, which I'm so looking forward to piecing up. I love the idea of not being limited by making the block depending on what patterns you can actually find because there seems to be so many different varieties. I have a whole Pinterest board just of New York beauty and it seems really hard to find instructions on how to make how to make all the different variations. Although I noticed that my mum ended up going and buying herself a book. So at some point I might get a chance to work through her book. Uh, so that is a project that I'm really looking forward to getting to get around to once my hands are working again. You've been listening to the Champagne and Socks podcast, a twice weekly podcast of all things craft, dropping Tuesdays and Thursdays. You can now subscribe via iTunes, leave a review if you like, Join the craft circle and tell us what you're working on this week. Email me at champagneandsocks at gmail.com or find me on Twitter as Champagne Socks. I'm over on Ravelry as Girly Jones. Also find the Ravelry group, Champagne and Socks. Finally, photos and links for this episode can be found in the show notes at champagneandsocks.com. Speak to you later.